I never once thought of checking whether or not somebody had a real or fake ID based on whether or not they knew the Zodiac sun sign associated with the date on that ID. That is such a clever thing. And just an interesting part in the story we're going to hear today from our community member, Gia Nessio. We know that you were born magical. We know that you are intuitive and we know that you are brimming with everyday enchantment. Here at the Sisters Enchanted, we believe in intention, we believe in intuition, and we believe in everyday magic. Welcome in to the Expedition to Soul podcast. Hello, Gia. Hello. Hello. So happy to be here. I'm so happy to have you. Gia, I will, Gia's a community member here at the Sisters Enchanted, uh, holistic witchery, tarot coach. Gia knows her stuff, is a professional in people and how people work and knowing people and helping people and has a brand new podcast called Wake Up Witch. And Gia's joining us today to tell us some of her story. And uh, also, I bet it will inspire you to wake the heck up <laughs> if you don't feel very awake right now. Uh, Gia, yeah. why don't you give a little introduction? Who who are you? What do we need to know? Well, so good morning, everybody. I So I think what you need to know is that I'm from Philadelphia. That's a huge part of who I am and my story. Um, I am a w- awakened witch but by, um, by family. So I basically put the witch to sleep. Um, I was, my, my, my grandmother was a witch. One of my mom, my mom knows something. And she was the one that told me to put it down, put it away for a while. Um, I made a conscious decision to do so uh, when I went to college. Uh, Otherwise I was worried that I wouldn't make any friends and people would think I was strange particularly because I have traveled the world. So I lived abroad. I started, I moved there. I lived in England when I was 18. I went to boarding schools. So it's fun when people talk about witches and Harry Potter and stuff like that. I think, yeah, yeah. I was at a house, all of that. So I think there's so much, but I really want people to, I love the fact that everyone, that there's this new energy that's happening, that people are waking up and people are interested in the spirituality of witchery or the word witch, I think is uh, such a historically, right, laced with all kinds of negative for many people. Um, uh, I think the inter- other interesting part about that is that there's lots of secrets right? Mm -hmm. So secrets are fascinating. And my family has lots of secrets, right? And a lot of times, sometimes people, when they meet me, they'll say, like if I'm out and about, or a gentleman would like to talk to me. uh, One of the questions they'll be is like, so what are you? I'm like, what? And they're like, so, so, so where, where are you from? And I'm like, oh, I'm from, I'm from Philly. And they're like, no, like, but, but where are you? I'm like, where are you from? I'm like, America. (laughs) (laughs) And then it's like, no, but like, like you look like you're not, like you look like black, but you could be something else. Like, are you Latino? Are you Dominican? Are you? And then I just have to say, well, you know, there's a long history of 
people um, in America, in the world, that had uh, relationships that were not out in the open, but they had children. And so many of my family members, um, before it was legal to do so, were in long-term relationships with people that were of a different race. And when you mix all of that up, you make a special brew, you get me. <laughs> so I think that's a good introduction. Well, I love how you shared about these family secrets. And then also some of what I know you're going to share about is sort of putting to sleep this, this witch part of yourself uh, that was generational in your family and then waking up to it again. And I know we're going to hear more about that story. And I think that something that anybody can relate to here is this idea of hiding who the generations before us who hid who they were, which then taught us to be a certain way. So as to not appear as if we're hiding something <laughs> yeah. because it wasn't okay to be who you are. And I love that you shared that uh, this summer, I went on a little journey with my grandmother and my mother to where my mom was raised as a kid. And my grandmother moved when she was like a preteen and so many hidden stories of like in our family, it was, you know, uh, like uh, poverty and suicide and alcoholism and just, but it's always like, oh no, well that was, he was just a sad person, you know, and just keep mm -hmm. not, and you look around as a person who is awake to energy and people and stories. And you're like, all of a sudden, everything here makes sense. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I love this, that wherever you are, whoever's listening to this, remember that the people who came before us, whatever, like there was a lot to be hidden to protect themselves in society. And we carry those stories often unknowingly and sometimes knowingly within us. And it impacts how we look at ourselves in this world and what we're willing to, how we're willing to put ourselves out there and whether or not we've, you know, seen that fear and acknowledged it. So thank mm. you for sharing that story. Oh, absolutely. So um, I am a trained psychotherapist. Um, I have a master's degree in uh, counseling psychology. That's what I worked as professionally. And I think about Jung, who is now like my favorite of all the psychologists of all time, because he talks about this hidden self, mm -hmm. right? The subconscious self that you're hiding. And when we talk about shadow work, that's really a very Jungian thing is this idea yeah. of there's all this stuff that you're hiding and needs to get out. Um, and I was just thinking about how my grandmother too, like, so we try to find ways to express the real you in other ways, right? So are you into history? Are you into healing? Are you into helping? But you can't do it the way that you know you really want to and you could. So how can I work with people and know sometimes that they're going through something or they need help to talk about something that they can't say out loud? Uh, oh, I know, I can be a therapist. <laughs> and then they can come into my office and they can be in a safe space where they can say their truth, right? And they, I might already know it. Yeah. But, and what's interesting is sometimes a client will be like, you already know, don't you? And I'll be like, well, you tell me. 
what I know, right? You tell me again. Let's just be sure. Yeah. There's a lot of like wordplay to get to the place of letting people feel free to get out, to say what needs to be said, to get to this place of healing. So that kind of work um, I love, right? And I love that now there is a change of time, society, feminism that is allowing women to come out into uh, out of the shadows, if it were, mm-hmm. right? Not worry that they're going to be burnt alive or killed yeah. or um, in the instance of, so my family, the story is all of the women over generations were very beautiful. And of course there's slavery. And then um, also, uh, what is it when they separated people, <laughs> but it wasn't slavery, but um, they would separate people, right? That was still a law, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, Jim Crow. And so, but they were like, but how, but like, how is she so fly? Like, I still like her. I'd like to have her anyway. I like to have this relationship anyway. And so, and and sometimes it was, it was, it was not a good thing, right? Sometimes it was rape, but in, in my family, it was a lot of secret marriages. Mm-hmm. So they'd be out in the country or even in the city, but they'd be living in a, a live and live, let live part of the city, yeah. right? Where nobody ever asked any questions, um, so that they could have their life. My favorite story is my grandmother's story of her marriage. So she married a, my, my grandmother was very fair skinned, but she considered herself black in that time as one drop rule. And she married a full on white man mm-hmm. and they were really much, very much in love. And, but it was illegal for them to get married. Um, where they lived in Virginia. And so they decided that they would go to New York to get married where it was legal. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that, but my grandma was alive. How is this? This is so crazy. Like I remember yeah. my grandmoms. This, this is not like thousands of years ago, right? Um, and they would go to New York and they their party that they could celebrate, the place they could celebrate at, and why I love ice cream to this day was they went to ice cream to go get ice cream in New York City. And that was the, the thing to do that at that time. But it was like their only place that they could celebrate in the open that they just got married. Um, and then they could they moved back into Philadelphia and they lived in secret right outside Philly in Pennsylvania. Um, being married and but just never talked about it. Yeah. And I thought, what? But this was like, you know, oh gosh, like the 40s, the 30s or 40s, that this was still like, I know, not I okay in certain places. People just don't, these stories of the those who came before us, I really think that somehow in our heads, and maybe it's just the reality of life where we see our lives, right? Like we see our existence you know, by and large, we don't walk around thinking that like something bad's going to happen to us tomorrow and this is it. And we just kind of see our linear timeline. And we don't realize that this story 
was not long ago. Like it was practically yeah. yesterday in the timeline of the world. And, you know, in all different, um, like my grandmother, you know, she's how old is it? My grandma's 85. And when she was pregnant with her second, because of just societal standards, like she was prescribed by her doctor diet pills to like keep her smaller. And then her daughter, you know, was okay um, at birth. And then now later though, had seizures and anxiety. And they were like, you know, then they find the research could be tied to, and she never right. forgave herself for that. But it's these, oh. but well, these like, so th just these things that we think people don't do that. Who would ever do that? Like, hello, it was basically yesterday that this was happening. Right. And right now, um, someone actually in our sister's enchanted community, her daughter is gay and was married, had was moving to Georgia and they got married in Colorado before they moved because they knew they couldn't get married after they moved. And I think that we disassociate from uncomfortable histories thinking like, yeah, well, you know, that was then, but like, no, <laughs> what it made me know it wasn't that. <laughs> yeah, stories, yeah. They walk right alongside us today in all different ways. And they really make us who we are. And oh, absolutely. So I ended up marrying a white guy who lives in South, who was from, he lived in South Philly, which was the other side of town from the side of town that I was living in. And he and I got married, no, like just no problem, right? No problems. Yeah. But then with my son, he is autistic, but before we knew he was autistic, um, my, my pregnancy was fine, but the doctors had to do special, um, blood work and things like that. And they really had to do a lot of work because he, my husband is half Italian, is Italian and his, his mom was Hawaiian. Oh, so the doctors were like, okay, so we have a child who is black <laughs> and white and Asian, like Pacific islander and like what okay so we're just gonna take we're gonna give him all the tests and i thought okay but he said that when i was getting the test done he was like oh my gosh so much blood and then it took a really long time for them to get the information back so i feel like a lot of the work that we're doing in witchery now and bringing people back and waking people up is it's taking a lot of time yeah, to get the information back, to discover who you are, who you always were. All of these stories, all of the metaphors, all of the ideas of the shadow work of the hidden self, all of this information has been here forever. We've just been doing a lot of work. Some people for, if you're me for 20 years, for other people for five years, who knows, but you're doing work to hot to you. You've put, built all this stuff around you. And now you're like, oh my gosh, I'm awake. And I, where am I? What is this about? Who am I? And what do I do now? Because I can't go back. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of us feel like I don't want to go back to this idea of, of hiding, of hiding myself. I'm exhausted. I don't yeah. know about you, but it was exhausting for me to hide what, what I thought or writing, writing it right. Or, um, 
doing, you know, writing it a certain way, wording a certain way, trying to do kind of uh, like, I don't know, wrapping a lot of stuff in, in spells and in, in word spells to and get to keep everybody else comfortable. Yes. <laughs> right. To keep everybody else comfortable is what it, you know, what yeah. it is. To keep everyone else comfortable and me so, t- I'm, but I'm just so tired. And I mm-hmm. thought, wouldn't it be great if I could meet? And when I found, when I just joined Holistic Witchery, I thought, well, wouldn't it be nice to meet people? Maybe there are people like me too in the world. And so what I love is finally meeting like you, Sarah, and everyone in the Sisters Enchanted, people that are on the same path. I always say, I'm finally meeting my tribe and it's, it's fantastic. And we can talk about everything yeah. or nothing. Yeah. Whatever you want. I love, I love hearing these, these, thank you for sharing your stories, your family stories, your story. Um, and that there is this, you know, what we do in life, which is help you, you became a psychotherapist, right? I was a teacher. We do these things and we, ha- we want to help people. We want to, and whatever you do, I mean, you can, a person listening to this, if you are a stay at home parent or you are a, maybe you work retail or you're a bartender and like, and you have a bartending story or a bar <laughs> bouncer bartending situation. We want, I want you to share with people because it's a good story, but like whatever you're doing, you do it for a reason, either it's because you just need a job, but you don't, you like this work. Like it fits for you. It's the kind of thing you like to do, or you do it because it's meaningful. And so much though, I think of what we do, if we don't ask the questions and you said, let's just be sure when you were saying that Pete, your uh, clients know that you already know, you know, what's up with them. And you say, but you tell me, let's just be sure. And I think that everybody needs that. Let's just be sure check-in because we are so, again, just like linear in what we see in front of us. And we're not looking at these, wait a second, what created me to think this is what I was sure about? And let's just be sure (laughs) that this is actually what I want to be doing for me. This is actually what I want to be saying and the words I want to be using and the feelings I want to be feeling and the people I want to be connecting with because your ancestors past and your your past history uh the pieces of us that you know again like these shadow things that we feel like we don't want to talk about because they make other people uncomfortable or they just feel so not related to me and the life that I see right now Um, But really to wake up and wake up, which as your podcast name is, you know, to claim or use that word, which when we look at people who were called witches and executed, persecuted, they're just people that were different living their life. And I think to choose the word, which really is to say, like, I will be authentic and I stand with people in their whoever they are. It's okay to be you. You are born worthy and whole. And this like otherness, you know, we're like standing with the other when we use that word, which I think really holds so much power. Um, but I don't I know if you want to add to that. Other. What was that? I love standing with the other. I think yeah. that's why I, I love being a bartender. <laughs> yeah. Before I was a, you know, <laughs> before I became a therapist, which I, that's how I became, how I paid for graduate school and stuff like that was bartending. But I love being a bartender because you got to meet everyone. 
whoever, and they would come and be like whoever you were and you get to hear their troubles, their, their celebrations, their joys, their sadness, and you could just talk to them and they would open up to you. And, and all you had to do was hand them a little special brew of their choice. Right. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like I was thinking <laughs> a like, bartender like, witch. <laughs> yeah, no, really. It feels like a special potion when you are making someone uh, a cocktail or you're getting them a beer or a craft brew or it says a lot about that what they choose and do you want it straight up do you want it on the rocks do you have like do you have do you get the same thing every time or do you want something totally different do you yeah. are you adventurous um and sometimes people come and say surprise me i love it when people walk in surprise me okay <laughs> I feel like that's a really good time to tap into your intuition as a witch and like get the whole feel and the vibe and like what do they need right now? <laughs> yeah. What do you need? Do you need a little bit? You know, like a <laughs> lot? Are we talking a, a scotch or the rocks or that kind of guy or lady? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think people often are surprised when I uh, will get a Guinness. Yeah. Which is my favorite. It's my favorite beer. It's like it's my go-to. Mine it's too, Gia. What? Because <laughs> it's, you know what? It's the least amount. Of, it's very low percentage of alcohol. It is. And it has protein in it. Hidden and protein. And it has protein. Mm -hmm. And back in the day, they used to use it to help people, like women breastfeed. Yep. Um, I love it. So I, but I also, but I, like, and the other thing is it's like slow. It's a slow drink, it right? Is. It takes the process of, of just getting it and then drinking it is slow and I don't want to go fast anymore. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. I just, you know, and obviously, I mean, I lived in England was probably my favorite country besides the U S that place felt like, Oh, this is just like Philly East. Like it just felt very much <laughs> It did. It felt like Philadelphia with people with different accents. Yeah. I, like, I okay. could see that. I mean, I've never been to England or like, but I could see from what I know that that connection. Well, yeah, the buildings, there's the same kind of architecture. Mm -hmm. There's the same kind of, um, I love the fact that people, again, like secrets, there's a lot of things that are unspoken. Yeah. So I love that. And I loved being in a boarding school. Sometimes people are like, how was boarding school? Was it horrible? Did your parents not love you? It was like, actually, boarding school was great. It was, it was like a lot of fun. My secret desire as a kid was for someone to send me to boarding school, like in London. <laughs> it totally depends on the school. Every school is different. Yeah. But basically, I mean, look, I feel, I do. I truly believe like I went to Hogwarts. I loved it. Yeah. And everybody was fantastic and and also when I went to school in England because I went to school in America and boarding school in America and boarding school in England mm -hmm. um each of which were great were yeah. fantastic um and I love how but it's so interesting to me too how like even like the Hogwarts and the Harry Potter world like some people are very like oh well I don't know like that's just you know they get very upset if you take it a little too seriously yeah 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 for sure right it's like what magic and that's like the devil's work and yeah <laughs> things no. like that we've gotten some right. wild emails over the years <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah for sure though. like 
as opposed to, you know, if you're someone like me who grew up Catholic at, and you're in a, a witchery class with you and you'll talk about um, like incense yeah, or spelling spark. I'm like, oh, yeah, you do that every Sunday. Yeah. Uh-huh. I remember, I think it was, I think it was you actually in a class we were talking, we used the word altar. And then yeah. I think you pointed out like your, that, that word is just like, and it, you mentioned this earlier, like the words we choose, you know, yeah. um, and how words can mean so many layered things to us. And something like the word altar for sure is one of those words. Oh yeah. So it's hard for me to use the word altar because for me, an altar is like, okay, I'm coming, I'm sitting down, I'm kneeling. There's yeah. a whole process. I also need another space for my home. That's like more of a meditation room yeah. and more of a space that's not directly linked to the specific religion or practice. Right. Yeah. So, but I feel like that's different for everyone. I think it's important for you to find a place, a space that you can have for your spiritual, spiritual work, yeah. whatever they may be. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to do sometimes like right now when we're in this, having this, uh, conversation and like downstairs the landlord is talking about the contractors and stuff like that right (laughs) so finding a place where you can get as close to peaceful and calm as possible so that you can really connect with whatever your higher power may be yeah or your true self if you don't believe in the higher power because that's possible some people don't believe in that um and using whatever you need to help guide you i mean the, the reason i love tarot cards i love cards i love them so much Oh, I could just talk to you. I could, we could talk more and more about, we don't have enough time, but I could talk to you so much about the imagery and the history of tarot cards and that, that connecting, because we're talking about history a lot of like, for me, it was like, oh, like, this is a way to kind of connect all these stories, right? There's a story in me and there's a story in you. And we just got to figure out where we are in, in the story today. Yeah. And a little bit, like a little bit in the, in the past and a little bit in the future and maybe we want to change it maybe Mm -hmm. you want to change the story it's not static but I love all of that narrative work and I think it just helps us grow 100 um and find ourselves and find and for me I'm a big fan of peace um for me I think peace is what I've been looking for um, and it comes and it goes, right? Like nobody's always just like, mm. yeah. otherwise you're like on a hill somewhere like, yeah. peaceful all the time. Yeah. But um, most of us have not reached that stage of, stage of enlightenment. Yeah. So I just like the idea of trying to find peace for yourself, for your family. Um, and like whatever you're going to do moving forward and taking taking all those tools and using it in your life for me i love that i found these tools and i'm using them right that's why i feel awake like oh you know instead of just freaking out or drinking a little like one bottle too many of of wine which by the way if you're a bartender um (laughs) a a bottle of wine it's like all right a couple i had a couple couple glasses (laughs) um if you have more than one you should probably stop. Don't do that. <laughs> reassess. But, right. Reassess or call yourself a sommelier. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what 
uh, I'm actually, I'm just a sommelier. I'm just an expert. <laughs> um, but, you know, like, I feel like that for me, those were things that like you can use it and it really is amazing and wonderful or you could go too far. Right. So with yeah. everything that you do, I feel like it's about finding that place of peace and using those tools. Um, even with tarot, it's like I can't ask the same question yeah. five times a day to get the same to get a different answer. I call it's, that yeah. tarot abuse. Till you find the answer that you were looking for. <laughs> that you want. Right. Like it's like, okay, now, yeah. right? This, so is, I feel this like- is no longer growth and intuition. This is fishing. Yeah. <laughs> it becomes yeah. fishing. And so you fish, like some people fish with drinks, with, you know, with uh, work yeah. for me, work and school. Oh my gosh. Cause I've had a million tons of school and education. Like I feel people that like education and like being educated, like you can get st- trapped in like class, 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 yes. and not do work. Um, and so I feel like for me, I'm ready to do the work to take what this, this piece of psychotherapy and all that education piece and the witchy piece of myself. And I'm ready to like go out and do the work all the time. I'm excited and talk to other people about doing the work yeah, so they can do it themselves. And I'll be like, well, now let me talk. Tell me what you think. It's such an interesting thing. And I feel like, um, because we do have to, we have to wrap up this conversation, but I feel like there's a total like part two down the road in the future, because we just had an intake for our holistic witchery class. And one of the big things people were talking about was like learning the witch stuff, like the practice of being a witch separate from the inner work. And I feel like, I mean, you like, there's nothing, you're not going to like do worldly harm by doing that, but also it so quickly becomes a, let me memorize all these herb associations. Let me memorize all these tarot cards. And then I'm kind of like, okay, well, that's, that's fun. I mean, that can be, but isn't the point to grow and change and like raise consciousness and like create consciously, isn't that all the, and wake up and live, right? And that requires that inner work at the same time. Um, Like they just- No, I totally agree. I don't think, I hear often like, what's the right way to do this? Yeah. What's the right meaning of this? Unfortunately, my internet went out completely and I lost Gia as we are about to round the corner on the end of our podcast recording. But I wanted to share some things with you that she shared with me. One about how people in her family have always studied astrology and was one of the things they asked her when she was dating her now husband and how she would use, ask people when she was a bartender, what their Zodiac sign was to verify whether or not it was actually their ID she was checking. So many fun little bits like that in Gia's history. And I loved that she shared about these pieces of her history, including this astrology bit that her family sort of would make a secret and hide away. And it wasn't until she woke up to that and embraced it again in her life. Um, She joined us in holistic witchery and brought this back together where she saw another path forward with herself, combining what she was doing in her daily life as a psychotherapist and combining in tarot cards and all of these practices to move in a slightly newer direction and wake up to who it is that she wanted to be. So thank you, Gia, for being on the podcast. I'm sorry. 
sorry I lost you. We weren't able to jump back on right after. We tried. It just wasn't working out. But you can find Gia and her new podcast, Wake Up Witch. So be sure to search that out. Gia's podcast is Wake Up Witch, and she's in our community. So if you're in a holistic witchery, come say hi to her because she is in there. Thank you all for hanging out and listening to this conversation with Gia. It was a real delight. I love hearing the stories from people that make us who we are and understanding what brought them to where they are today and how we came to our paths joined at the Sisters Enchanted. All right, y'all. Go out there. You wake up and uh, make today a good one. Until next time, I hope that you have an enchanted rest of your day ahead. If you liked this episode of the Expedition to Soul podcast, please rate, review, subscribe. If you're listening on Apple podcasts, it will really help us spread everyday magic, intention, and intuition to the masses and helps us so much as a small business. Be sure to hit that subscribe button on your favorite podcasting platforms. So you never miss an episode. And as always, thank you so much for listening and being part of the community here at the Sisters Enchanted. And we'll see you in the next episode. Mm-hmm.